0: what's up guys welcome back to another episode of married to reality i'm your co-host john here with my wife and co-host the first time big perv opened his mouth this episode she muttered somebody needs to kill him off it's the (laughs) one and only somewhat violent Teresa."
1: did i say that
0: you literally said Somebody needs to kill him off. Like, this is a a TV series or something. I mean, it is a TV series.
1: Okay, okay. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I said someone needs to, like, shut him down.
0: No, you literally, and I quote, said somebody needs to kill him off. Okay. We've been watching too much Yellowstone.
1: Too much Yellowstone. He annoys the shit out of me. We didn't even cover him. He is such an arrogant little pret. Uh Honestly, yes, we all love or hate Angela. Sure, she's not. She's abusive. Whatever. I'll take Angela again. Sure. I cannot stand this human who calls himself Big Ed to be on TV again. He is human, such a human freaking. Is so
0: generous of you.
1: He's such a freaking asshole. It's out of control. He's ugh, he's so full of himself. I I can't take it. Yeah. But well, what, who does he think he is? It's out of control.
0: You're doing exactly what everyone else does when they get upset over Angela. He's been this way since episode one. d he's got a tattoo of himself. He sells his merch. He's is he's been a creep since since he scene was.
1: One. He was, but I think we all felt kind of bad for him. It's like, oh sure. this naive guy, he doesn't have the looks. He he's a little short, right? And he thinks he's going to fly all the way to the Philippines and she's going to be into him. And we all kind of felt bad for him, right? For being naive. And then he came out of his shell when he started making those comments to... What's his, what's his Rose. name? Rose. Rose. And then we all were like, ew, wait, wait. We don't feel bad for this guy. He's ridiculous. And then more started coming out and then he wasn't the single eye with Liz. And it's just... Yeah. He turned into this persona that I don't know if it's truly his personality or he grew into this because of the fame.
0: I think it's a little bit of, a little bit of both. Big head, yeah. Big Mouth. But what I've always said and, and what people say is fame or celebrity just magnifies your personality. So I don't think he was some sweet guy mm. and then created this persona. I think he always had a little bit of this in him and then this just amplified it.
1: I think... The fact that he was with Liz and with Rose boosted his ego because Liz, once upon a time, she was pretty. And I think she'll get there again if she <laughs> drops this freaking piece of shit. Yeah. And Rose is beautiful. So they boosted his ego. And now he thinks like, oh, I can't have anyone. Look at these young women. Just, they just want me so bad so I can be an asshole.
0: I think it's also a defense mechanism. Yes, I think he got a little cocky, got a little arrogant. Very cocky. But I think, you know, he does have a condition, and I'm not trying to create excuses for him, but probably a lot of people picked on him, gave him shit, made fun of him, bullied him, and so he had to create this shell. He had to formulate a defense mechanism to fight against that, and I think this is what he created, and it's not excusing it. You know, tit for tab, eye for an eye, that doesn't work. But I think, yes, it's the women. But it's also, I'm sure he got bullied a lot. And so he had to create this persona.
1: Yeah. What bothers me about him the most is that he has this attitude like, oh, everyone is out to get him. and But but everyone is wrong and he's right. People gang up on him. know, I'm going to say a nice way because we're going to open up with it yeah. when he's talking to Andre and Angela and Jovi and Bella comes in. They all basically telling him like, hey, dude, like. That's not bueno, right? What you're doing. Even Angela's talking to him in a good way, which I was like, okay. He was basically telling people don't even talk to Angela, right? And then he pretty much goes and turns everything against Liz. Instead of like taking any ownership of literally any BS, it's, I, I don't get it. And not just at Liz, he goes crazy against everyone. It's like, don't you think it's like your, your fault too? Like how about like you just say, okay, well my fault and move on. And the worst thing about this is that he pisses people off. He acts like an asshole and comes in the next day, sits and be, he's friends with him. He's I like, I'm like, dude, did you forget? <laughs> like, I don't get it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, settle down over there, Thros. I think you should. Ooh. <laughs> Calm down. Save your energy. We got a lot to talk about.
1: I'm glad we didn't cover him because I don't think I, we would. Oh my gosh, I would yeah. be so outraged the whole freaking season. Well,
0: you, you settle down. Settle <laughs> down. We will talk about tell all no limits part three momentarily. Before we do, a little housekeeping. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. Last week we were discussing, we were having a lot of chuckles, some ha-has, and out of it came one of my favorite memes we've ever done. Yeah. We, we posted it. You guys seem to like it. So follow us at Married to Reality Pod for that meme and for all the other memes, for the news, the updates, and it's where we chat with you guys. It's our little version of WhatsApp.
1: Yes, absolutely. Talk to us, message us on Instagram, and hey guys. Come over to the Patreon.
0: What a lead! And thank you, Teresa. Such a professional. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/MarriedToReality. We are wrapping up Love in Paradise season two. What a season it's been! We have the grand finale, the the supersized finale, dropping tomorrow. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on. I'm trying to keep our day straight. Dropping tomorrow for the the patrons, for the Cousins Club and the Family Affair level. Again, the only difference there, well, there's two differences. Family Affair gets video Mm -hmm. of our Patreon podcast and they also get one monthly bonus. Yes. And so the Cousins Club, Family Affair, they get Love in Paradise right now. And then very soon, almost like in a week, I believe.
1: In a week. Exactly.
0: The Silva Sisters make their triumphant ooh, return ooh. to our silver screens, our small screens actually, and to our Patreon. <laughs> so get on the Patreon now, then whenever you feel the time is right, we think it's a fantastic time right now. Patreon.com slash reality.
1: Yes. Silva Sisters. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: love, the, love the old Bluetooth connecting from the speaker. I can't wait to see what happens I this season. I can't
1: wait to see the sisters.
0: Yes, so check it out, patreon.com slash reality. Also, just make sure you guys are following this podcast, the one you're listening to right now. That way, whatever we drop in the free feed, you'll get it immediately. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down, smash that follow button.
1: Guys, smash it like it's as hard as Sassy Jenny shouting Big down because that was, that was amazing. Ooh, I don't recall. <laughs> when... Big Pratt was unleashing on the Jenny saying, oh, yeah, you had so much shit for me. And Jenny was like, she couldn't take it anymore. She stood up. She goes like, this guy's a joke. Like, where did you find him? <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, Big Pratt yeah, yeah. is like, India. Oh, and Jenny's like, they won't they even wouldn't give you, you a you. visa. <laughs> and she left. And I was like... That was amazing. Sass. Okay. Sassy. Yeah,
0: smash it like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. We love the reviews. And if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast, this very podcast, the 90-day podcast. And speaking of reviews, I got one that I would love to read. Short and sweet. Okay, you don't need to say a lot. Five stars... Is more than enough for us. We thank you. And then if you write just a little bit, we'll read it. And that's what we have here. This comes to us from our friend Cindy I. Word crazy. She doesn't go that crazy with the words, to be honest. Oh,
1: thank you, Cindy. Let's see what you said.
0: Five stars titled Love.
1: Love it.
0: Love the love. She writes, Great job. Love the rapport. And that's it. And that's all we need. That's all we need to keep going. Cindy, thank you. Love the review.
1: Love the review. Short and sweet. Love it. Thank you so much.
0: All right. I think she kept it short because she wants us to get right into the by the ways. Mm, Okay. Is that why you kept it short and sweet? Let's do it. Let's do a little 90 day by the way.
1: Do you have any? I got two. Oh.
0: I got two. Okay. One story's floating around. The other, I think I did my work as a reporter and I'm going to bring something that maybe not everyone is familiar with. Let's hear it. Let's start with that one. By the way, number one, Benny Binium, Ari and Binny, mm-hmm. not the only 90-day MMAer out there. We have another MMA fighter in the 90-day world. Okay, Patrick of Patrick and Miriam.
1: Oh, I thought he was a DJ. He is a DJ. Okay, but
0: he's he's got a side hustler too. He's a DJ. He's an MMA fighter, and he just won. This is hot off the press, folks. He just won his first professional MMA fight on oh. Saturday in california
1: nice
0: very nice and so speaking of him being a dj check this out he he just posted this according to his instagram he wrote i lost 20 pounds in six days for the weigh-in you have to cut weight to oh, huh. fight in a-
1: post how
0: <laughs> yeah post that <laughs> quit bragging how'd you do it i mean
1: um, I, I could use a post uh, holiday cleanup
0: yeah i don't think it's very healthy but he lost 20 pounds in six days Flew to Cali for the weigh-in from Vegas, then turned around after the weigh-in, flew back to Vegas to DJ until 4 a.m., then went to the airport, caught a 7 a.m. flight, back to Cali for the fight, and he won in a third-round knockout. That's... Kids, don't try that at home, but that is impressive.
1: That's great. How do you have... So here's my thing. Okay, you lose 20 pounds in six days for a fight. How do you have any energy to fight?
0: So you cut all the weight. and I think a lot of it's water weight. And I don't know. Don't put the disclaimer that I don't know what I'm talking about. But I think a lot of it's water weight. So you shed it, you cut it. How? There's all sorts of tricks and you sweat it out and you run and you fast. Mm. Again, I don't know, but so I've heard. Then, right after the weigh-in, they don't weigh you before the fight. There's a weigh-in that's, I don't know, 24 hours in advance, Mm. however far in advance. Right after that, right after you hit the number you're supposed to hit, you can just eat as much as you want. Oh, really? So then you can just binge. Mm. And then you get your strength, and then you fight.
1: And
0: if you're Patrick, you win. So, congrats, congrats to Patrick on that first professional win. All right. Number two.
1: Yes. Speaking
0: of violence. Ooh. Speaking of violence. So, a while back, I did a story on Michael Baltimore. And if the name doesn't ring a bell, it's because he played a very small part on 90 Day Fiancé. He was the barber who was featured on Jane Ashley's
1: season. Oh, yeah.
0: So, he was on the U.S. Marshal's most wanted list because he got into an altercation with his boss and the other barber who was on the season okay. with him.
1: And he killed him. He right? shot and he
0: killed Jesus. Right. So, then he went on the run. And he was on the most wanted list. And that was the story that I reported on several months Wait, ago.
1: so the two barbers that were on the show, one of yes. them is dead and the yes. other one is on the run?
0: Correct. <laughs> on the run until this weekend.
1: Oh. He was
0: arrested in Florida. Oh. Classic 90-day spot. <laughs> he was arrested in Florida. So here's how, here's how dumb some people are. He got into a bar fight. Oh. And then, when police tracked him down for the bar fight, they were like, oh, drugs, guns, let's check, let's look more into this guy. Found out he was a fugitive who they've been looking for. Uh, And they got him. And it's like, if you got away with murder, literally, go do what David does and become a monk or something because your luck has run out. Why are you getting into bar fights? Why are you even going to bars? Just be glad you got away with murder, literally. People
1: can't, will never
0: (sighs) run. So that's the story. He is now in custody and uh, one for the good guys. Wow. Yeah. So that's 90 Day, by the way. And with that, what do you say we do? It's Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season seven, episode.
1: Well, 90- tell a part three. No limits. Yes, that too.
0: Okay. <laughs> you walked around and started saying that.
1: Yeah, because I saw it on the screen. I no know. limits. Yeah, there you go. Trace
0: is <laughs> back, folks.
1: Yeah, Chris is back. Um, all right. Are you ready right. to get fired up? <laughs> Picked up where we left off, as we touched on... The rooftop bar. Previously, yes. The rooftop bar. Angela, Andre, and Jovi are basically ganging up on Big Pratt because he's a fucking douche. Yes. And I almost feel like, yes, Angela has her own issues, right? But... She goes like, okay. set Liz free. Like if you love her, set her free. And this is why Big Per is such an such an idiot. Because he's like, Yeah, I love her. I love her. But I can't be with her. But I love her. It's like, dude, what are you what are you talking about? You just want to be on TV. And now you you are an asshole. We all witnessed it. So you're trying to play down. So oh wait, it's Liz. Liz is the one who's performing all the time. She listen, Liz has her own issues. Because she's with Big Pratt and she somehow, she still loves him or something. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, that whole relationship is out of control. I don't get it. But he's trying to dumb it down for him. He's like, yeah, like she's just performing. Like, yeah, like, oh, I apologize to her, but you should should see what she did. It's like, dude, just own up to your shit.
0: All he cares about is his image. And so he's going to do and say whatever it takes so that he can try to save his image. Yeah and that's why he doesn't apologize because apologizing is accepting fault and that's why he keeps trying to put it on her going well if you think what i did is bad i'm not the bad guy here she is yeah
1: he's not a big pret he's the little pred, and i don't i'm not talking about his body type he's just a little asshole
0: yeah yeah for some reason the most surprising thing is people are still team ed it seems who? It seems. I think the people... Call
1: in if you're a team <laughs> Don't call I'm in. We don't want
0: to talk to you. But uh, I think there's a lot of people who, I don't know, either they sympathize with him sympathize or... Sympathize
1: with what?
0: That he is, he has been picked on and people have made fun of him. And, you know, there there is something to that.
1: I get that, it, but that doesn't mean that you have to be an asshole. You can also just be the bigger person. And be like, you know what? Those guys were haters, but I'm going to be a nice guy. I didn't do anything wrong. He turned into a monster. Yeah. He is so, we all thought Bilal's bad? No, he's bad. <laughs>
0: Bilal comes in and starts giving advice. And I'm like, between Angela and Bilal, neither of you guys should be giving relationship advice.
1: True, but I'll take Bilal and Angela over Big Pred any day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. But
1: somehow, like, Ed loves Bilal. Like, I think everyone can tell him certain things and he'll ignore and he's going to come back for them. Mm-hmm. When Bilal says it, he's like, Bilal, oh, whenever I'm acting like an asshole, I need you to call me. It's like, <laughs> uh, really? Okay.
0: Meanwhile, Liz is talking to Jenny and Kim and it's the classic, oh, well, you don't see the whole story. You don't see it. He's the the parts you don't see he's so sweet this is just a persona
1: well this is what we see this is what we're commenting on this is what i always say it's not like. even
0: yes and no okay so like kim's like okay i can relate usman there's usman and there's soldier boy right there's the there's the stage persona the problem with that is he takes his stage persona if it is a stage persona i'm sure he dials it up on camera but he takes that persona everywhere he takes that stage persona off stage and the thing that was kind of like the nail in the coffin for us, for Ed, was that phone call with Liz, that, yeah. that voice message he left. And it's like, there were no cameras on him. Yeah. That's that's Ed when the cameras go away. So if it's a stage persona to be over the top and be this asshole and, and be there's no remorse, he takes that stage persona off stage. Oh, yeah. And that's where it's no good.
1: I think he became this persona. I think he... He got a lot of support at the beginning when he appeared on 90 Day because, again, people felt bad for him. And then he took it and he turned into whoever he is. Like, it's horrible. And it's like, I take whatever he looks like, whatever condition he has. I don't give a shit about it at, at all. I don't, I mean, that's not even... That shouldn't be a part of this occasion. Like right. you shouldn't feel bad for him because of that. But he acts like an idiot. He doesn't have a, a mental illness or anything that we would be like, oh man, like he, we need to like slow down on him. It's like, what he's fully aware. That's why he deserves all this shit because that's him acting like an asshole. Oh
0: yeah. And leaning into it too. It's yeah. Uh, again, it would be different if there was remorse after he did what he did. But he's still pointing fingers and saying, Oh my gosh, he's pointing
1: fingers on everyone but himself. And he's like, well, I'm not ready to give her the ring back. I hope she doesn't want it. I think she does, but.
0: They're going to be back together. Oh, for sure, because. It's toxic. Yeah. I hate to blame Liz, but take a little accountability for your actions, especially when everyone in the room is like, this isn't good. You should not be with him. No. Maybe you should listen.
1: Yeah, well, that's on her how she's going to. Deal with this, but...
0: Should we get to set? Yes. All right. Next day, 7.45 a.m. Nobody seemed hungover. I thought maybe there'd be some hangovers in the building. Yeah. Nope. Jenny and Shida are talking, and I go, oh, they're all wearing the same thing. The entire cast is wearing the same clothing. And I get it for continuity, for editing, except... You just admitted now, if we're going to show them wearing the same outfit two days in a row, you're admitting that you're not going to give us a clean edit. You're not going to go, this is everything that happened on day one, and this is what happened on day two. You're going to mix and match, and I don't like that.
1: Well, I also feel like they always make it look like, oh, if this all was, like, shut in one day.
0: They used, to, well, they, it was. I think it used yeah. to be, like, here's one 10-hour day, here's one 12-hour yeah, but day. Yeah, they had,
1: like, two two pots. Now,
0: now, this time we do, but we're admitting to it. We're showing yeah. the aftermath. We're showing them arriving the second day. So if you weren't going to mix and match and play reactions from the first day and the second day and vice versa, you could have two different wardrobes for the two different days. I'm sure the cast would love that. I'm sure Joey would love the chance <laughs> to put on a properly fitting suit.
1: Mm. Well... Whatever it is, I hope they at least dry clean the clothes. They must, have, yeah.
0: You'd be dripping sweat, <laughs> yeah, under those lights, under especially the-
1: if you like if you film for nine or ten hours a day. Like I would hope, I yeah. would not wear the same thing if it wasn't clean. No, no,
0: definitely not. Um, okay, so speaking of the pred, he walks in. He looks like he's doing the walk of shame. Like was, nobody was outwardly hungover, but he looked banged up. He looked like he did not have the best night. But
1: yet he's trying to sit on the couch with already three people sitting on it. Did you see that? Well, he was it, like trying to. He was like a, <laughs> he was like trying to like sit down and like move his ass because the to make only space for him
0: open seat. I think next to him was Jovi, and I think they were reserving that for Yara. I think. He was sitting where he was supposed no, to no, sit. No, no, that was
1: one open seat next to Kim. No, really? But I thought he wanted to sit next to Bill. Well,
0: maybe it's because Kim comes at him. The second he, he comes in, he's like, well, I apologized to Liz last night for hitting below the belt," And Kim's like, that apology was fake as fuck. I talked to Kim. Yeah. Or, I talked to Liz. She told me that that apology was bullshit. And so, of course, Big press starts getting all upset. He he his moment of calm lasted one moment. Cause he comes in and he's like, he wants to pretend like he's this new man.
1: Yeah. Lasted
0: a second and now he's back. Because it's flipping his
1: fault. Here's the thing that I found very rude. He's talking to Kim, basically accusing her of all kinds of things. He's not looking at her. And I, I know
0: that was so strange.
1: And I get it, he cannot turn his head. I already don't think, I know, he I turn think his it head, might be that But too. How about you reposition yourself and right. you spin it around, right? And even Kim called him out on that. Like he's stalking, looking in nowhere, talking to Kim, it's like, are you serious? Like, I get it. Maybe you can't he, turn, but he, turn your body, dude.
0: He can't make eye contact because he's bullshitting. And when you're bullshitting someone, I feel like you can't look at them in the eyes. And so he's like looking every other direction because whatever he's saying is BS.
1: You know who he looks like? You know the game of the, I don't know. Those like little things that oh boy, like, oh don't say
0: it. Whack a mole?
1: Yeah. Oh boy. They keep like sticking out of a hole and you keep, you're supposed to be hitting them. Oh boy. Yeah. I feel like there should be a game with Ed in it.
0: Yeah. Because uh, he's
1: such an asshole that someone needs to like hit him in the head so he wakes up.
0: Whack a hole.
1: That's what it's called?
0: No, I'm saying that's what we would name it. Whack asshole. Ooh. Yeah. Um, he's he's <laughs> like, so I learned if I can't accept who Liz is, then I can't make it work. And I can't accept who she is. It's like, how about we, we can't
1: th- accept who you are? What do
0: you, but well, I don't understand what Liz did. And I'm not know. any fan of Liz. I think she's got a lot to work on, and and
1: yeah, I whatnot. think she should start with getting rid of
0: but what this guy. If I can't accept Liz, who she is, I can't make it work. And so now, what? You're breaking up with her without her even being there. Like you're you're breaking up with her, and she's still at the hotel.
1: He took the ring. They have separate rooms. I know,
0: but he apologized last night. So what?
1: Well, so, as we learned later, Liz said it was a half-ass apology that she doesn't buy it. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Uh, guys, <laughs> that's why we did not cover them because I would be this enraged all the time.
0: Yeah, that's not good for anyone's blood pressure.
1: You ready for for the action?
0: For who? Where are we going?
1: We're going to set. Three, two, one. Sean, welcome back, people. Let me ask everyone what happened last night.
0: How was We're the night?
1: Straight into that.
0: Yeah. And here's those half-assed apologies from the pred when he's like, ah, I was a total dickhead the previous day and and I apologize to everyone. It's like he's, he apologizes so he can tell people he apologized. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like how many times are you going to say, oh, I apologize? It's not a real apology. Like you don't, you shouldn't have to tout that you apologize. You should just apologize and that should be good enough.
1: Uh, But yeah, this is what it listed. Well, it was such an like half ass apology, like I don't I don't buy it. And Ed was like, Well, it wasn't. It's like
0: You just, yeah, just shut up. You every time she would cry if she was performing and it's like uh, that's such projection because you know you're performing. You know you're doing this big performance, oh, yeah. this is your persona. I her tears I don't think were fake. You made her cry. Maybe you feel bad that you made her cry. So now you're like, Oh, you're performing.
1: I don't think any of these people are performing because they're not actors and actresses. Let's just put it this way, right?
0: I think some people can dial it up. I think like Andre maybe can dial it up sometimes or Bilal maybe can dial it up I don't sometimes. Think Bella, I
1: think Bilal is just who he is.
0: Yeah, was giving him the benefit of the doubt, I guess.
1: <laughs> but oh, this is just... Well, I think I think not just us, but everyone is sick of big endless. and less this whole fucking story. Mm-hmm. So Sean is like, well, we have plenty of other couples to talk about. So let's move on.
0: Let's move on. But before we do, I think we should take a quick break let's before we it. really get into it. Let's take let's a quick break. When we come back, Kim and Usman.
1: Yes. All right. We'll be
0: back in a second. And we're back.
1: Hello, Jonathan.
0: Hello, Teresa. Have you settled down? Have you calmed down? Yes. She you guys should see her. She is <laughs> red in the face. Yes, She's like shaking right. her fist.
1: I, I honestly I hate I I know this is a show, guys, so before you start saying tourism, take it easy. It is a show. <laughs> whose voice is like, that? But I I hate, 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 hate arrogant people. I hate arrogant people so much that yeah. I I can't stand arrogant people and I'm, I consider myself lucky that I don't have any arrogant people in my life. But if I do come across someone who is, I distance myself. But here I watch it on TV on my favorite show and I get enraged because it's just out of control. I almost feel like, don't you like hear he yourself? I no. feel like sometimes, no. yes john and i we always say we don't really fight but we have a thing here and there right and sometimes yeah maybe i say something that's ridiculous and then i take it back because i apologize and i hear myself like oh my gosh like ew! like you just you said something that's bad right Mm -hmm. and i feel bad for it and i apologize does he does does he even hear himself no that's i just can't believe what's coming out of him
0: yeah, let's move on.
1: Let's move on. Let's move on. Sean <laughs> wants to move on. I want to move on. Let's move on.
0: Kim and Usman, and we get confirmation once again about the status of the relationship. Kim confirms not together. She still loves Usman. They still talk. We're best friends, Ugh. but there's no romance.
1: All right. Here is my take. They were never in a relationship. Ooh. They, maybe they were friends. Hot I take don't- alert. Maybe they get drunk and banked. Ooh, but I think realistic. they were friends. She was infatuated with him. Maybe she was in love with him. And he was like, hey, how about like we bring this on the show? And maybe something happened. Maybe they banked once or twice. But they developed this thing. And then it was time to cut it off. Because, well, how long can you do this? Now there is a freaking child involved almost. <laughs> and so... Because Mottie. I don't think I don't think you can be in love with someone. You can be engaged to someone. You can bend over backwards for someone. Then they screw you over or they say something that you get so enraged that you threw you throw the ring back at them. Yeah. And a couple of weeks later, you claim your best friends. I don't think that's how how it works.
0: That's an interesting take. One that I never really thought. I always thought, okay, he's scamming her. She's infatuated. She's a super fan. She
1: still is. That's my point. She still is. She says, I'm still his biggest supporter. I'm still a super fan. You cannot. Like, if you're engaged to someone, you're about to marry the person, bring them to the U.S., you bend over backwards for them, then they piss you off, you throw the ring back, you call it quits, and in a few weeks, you claim that you're best friends. Get out of here.
0: Well, here's the reason i like to entertain this theory we have to remember soldier boy was on a previous season yep with a different woman uh-huh and <laughs> so yeah there's clear evidence that maybe he's a scammer maybe he's using these american women for his own gain and for kim to see that and then fall in love with that yeah, it's a little harder to believe. It's, it's easier to believe she sees that and goes, hey, Usman, what do you say we run a little, run a little scam and we get on TV with this storyline? That's an interesting
1: yeah. point of view. and again, I think she loved him or loves him. I think she, again, is infatuated with him. He's a superstar. He's a soldier boy. For her, she's a super fan. I think that for her, it was kind of real, but she also knew that it's not going to work. And well, so they played this game. She got a bang or two out of this. The yammy. And that's why they can be friends now because they, they've, that's all they've ever been.
0: So how do you think it ended then? Because Kim is saying, I'm the one who ended it.
1: I think they, babe, she maybe said, all right, well, uh, I don't know what else to do with this. Let's just uh, just end this charade and go back to just being friends. And I'll still support you. I'll still be there for you. I'll be there for you. <laughs> but let's Different woman. let's, let's end this so maybe i can move on too
0: yeah i don't i don't see usman ending it because then he's he's ending the xboxes he's ending the laptop i don't see him ending it
1: no that's my theory that's my full theory it's not a bad
0: theory and i would love to see kim on the single life
1: oh yeah and she's single now so maybe
0: so okay then we bring out jamal
1: I think Jamal repaired his reputation a little bit. He was cool. He was there for his mom, not for himself.
0: I want to know when this was filmed. Oh. Which Tell All was filmed first?
1: I would assume the previous one.
0: Maybe. Because, yeah, if you guys didn't listen to our Single Life coverage, it was on Patreon. He kind of, to me at least... I lost respect for him. I thought he was too full of himself. He got cocky. He's doing that. He got arrogant. He's doing everything we don't like in a person. True.
1: But I I said it before. I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he's never been the main pers- person or the person of interest on these shows he's always the supporting person for his mom he never had people ganging up on him and I feel like all of a sudden okay he's there for Veronica they hooked up I think they maybe talked about it what they are or not are and all of a sudden he started getting attacked by everyone on the air that's something he's never had to deal with and I think Maybe he was just trying to shake it off and he got cocky. I'm not what? I'm not taking it away, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he never experienced this being attacked on the stage by everyone and he just didn't know what to do.
0: But it's still it's still the same thing that we talked about with Pred or whoever. It's like you are who you are. The lights in the camera may emphasize it. But you still are who you are. When he was backstage, and I forget who it was, it was like, oh, yeah, what are you, a fuck boy? He's like, why, why are you mad? Because I cause I dress good, because I look good. And it's like, stop. It's so cocky. It's so arrogant. You don't need to say that.
1: I agree with you. I totally agree with you. But again, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because it happened once. We saw him doing something shady, something that we don't agree with once. If he does it again or we see something on social media, then I'll be like, all right, whoops, that's who Jamal is becoming. Yeah. But that's the only time we all saw him acting in thought. All right, that's a warning wait, for you,
0: Jamal. That's your wait warning. Wait a
1: minute, like, this is Jamal? Like, this is not the Jamal we all like, right? Yeah. So I'm saying, like, now... He came and he was there for Kim. He wasn't there for himself. He wasn't there for anything else. He wasn't there to promote himself. He came. He was there for his mom. And that's exactly what he did. And he left.
0: Yeah. He's like, I'm here because I I predicted this a year ago. I'd be picking up the pieces after Soldier Boy broke my mom's heart. And once again, Kim tries to say, no, I ended it. Jamal's not buying it. I I don't buy. Well, I, I do. I don't know. I actually don't know how this thing came to an end because I don't think Soldier Boy would say, let's end this thing, because then he ends the money, the gifts. But I think Jamal's feeling is he guilted you into ending it, mom. Yeah, uh,
1: and I agree with that. And then Jamal says something that everyone agrees with, including myself. He says, You used my mom to stay relevant.
0: Yeah. Oh which is true. Well, and that's that's what Big Perv said. He was but like, he, Let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is Soldier Boy is more worried about promoting his career than Kim. He's an opportunist. And Soldier Boy denies it, but everyone else agrees Andre calls him a scammer. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's an interesting dynamic, and you saying what you said a few minutes ago makes me scratch my head and go, oh, maybe this wasn't arranged. And this is
1: just my me assuming, but I think Kim got something out of it too, right? She definitely got a little bit of fame, some extra money. I'm sure she's on Cameo, Cameo, or something like. Maybe she'll be on other seasons. But it was it was a mutual promotion. And again, she is in love with him.
0: That's what I was going to say. To play devil's advocate, and I'm not going to call Kim desperate. I won't go that far. But imagine you're this 50-year-old woman sitting at home, single, and you see this attractive, charismatic guy on 90 Day Fiance. You slide into his DMs. Like people slide into DMs all the time, left and right, right? So she does it, and maybe it wasn't this, oh, let's kind of run this little scam to get on TV. Maybe, maybe she really was just in love with what she saw on oh, TV. Oh, I believe
1: that. I think she. So she then, what's your? I thought, you,
0: I thought your theory was that they were both kind of in it together to be like, let's do this, let's get on TV well, together. I think
1: they started talking, and she was in love with him and infatuated by him. And they were talking, 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 and then he was like, "Well, maybe the whole potential thing maybe was real." Yeah. And I think they just uh, Usman maybe brought it up. That, maybe we can mutually help each other and see each other, see how things go. And That's again, I yeah. believe they banked at least once, oh boy. but I don't think, again, I don't think there was a relation, like a loving relationship. No. I think they were friends yeah, or they are friends because why I'm saying this is I'm judging this whole theory based off of the fact that they broke up. They broke up in an engagement, not just like, over we dating for a bit and we realized we we're, probably better off as friends An engagement that they, they were thinking of adopting a kid that's all like big things you break that off a normal person would be heartbroken sad like they would not want to deal with this person again at least for a while Like sure. so you wouldn't distance yourself from this heartbreak because you put everything into this relationship money time and you're telling me that that happened and a few weeks later you're telling us that he's your best friend bullshit
0: yeah, unless you just realize, hey, if you can mutually realize we're better off as friends. Like maybe you got caught up in in the idea of it, flying to a different country, this younger guy, this superstar. And then when clearer heads prevail, you're like, you know what? This would never work. This is never going to work. Neither of us are going to move to the other person's country. We're better off as friends. Like maybe it was just reality. Maybe.
1: Maybe you're right too. In. Listen, I don't know. I'm assuming, and this is just... Me trying to put myself into that position. And again, I don't think just anyone would be able to overcome something like this and just come back as besties. We talk every single day. That's <laughs> yeah. What no. is? What are they
0: talking about? I don't know. I don't, Sean that? My,
1: I don't talk to my good friends every single day. No.
0: Can Sean ask that follow up question? You guys text area. What are you guys talking I, about? I
1: don't know. And the only person I'm capable of talking to every single day or seeing them is you. Yeah. For a reason. Because I love you so much but, that's the only but i it's mutual
0: and our lives are our him. lives are intertwined we have True. things to discuss like what are they talking about i don't know so everyone's like we think usman's a scammer kim is saying no he'd have to be an oscar winner if he was able to act the way he did and usman this is craziness when he's like no I love, guys, I loved her. We had sex.
1: <laughs> you, you,
0: you can't have sex with someone you don't love.
1: Dude, let's all just agree that I think every, every adult ever had a one night stand.
0: Oh boy, I don't want to hear this, but. Okay. I'm agree.
1: not saying I have, but...
0: Almost every adult.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Almost every adult I had a one-night stand. Come on.
0: I love her. You don't have sex. You love her like you love Santa Claus. Like, you, lo- that's that same love. She comes, she brings you gifts. Ooh. That's the love. But him, he, that's grasping at straws. If you're at the point where you're like, we had sex. You can't have sex with somebody you don't love. You're grasping at straws.
1: Yeah. I No, please.
0: And oh. then Sean tries to kind of clarify, and it's like, well, what about the whole second wife thing?
1: Yes, like, that was good. Would
0: you love both of them or not? And Usman's like, definitely. And to me, that's not crazy. That's Polly. Like, that's just, so I don't I don't see that line of questioning having any relevance. No, he
1: realized that he's getting caught because he, that whole time, when they were discussing the second wife, Usman was telling Kim, she's just for kids. Like, that is going to be like nothing. Like I, And he, I'm pretty sure she even said, I'm not going to love her or anything. But she's t- just uh, there for uh, kids.
0: Okay. But- and so
1: now he's, he's like, oh, I would definitely love her. It's like, that's not what you were saying. Because Kim would never allow you to love someone else.
0: But take what he said 10 seconds earlier. You, you can't have sex with someone you don't love. And so if they're going to procreate and have kids, then they're going to have sex, which means he has to love her.
1: Yes, but... He's just saying that because he got caught.
0: <laughs> oh, I I agree. I'm I'm just trying to string and together his. And now Kim his- is
1: like, what? Like, but, well, we and, didn't discuss that.
0: And Usman blames it on the cultural differences. He's like, we're having cultural differences. Nigerians aren't from Europe land, and.
1: None of these people are from Europe land. I mean, well, you
0: To that I say, if you want to make your life easier, stop trying to meet women from Europe land online. <laughs> right?
1: Very true. And it's like, I get the traditions or the culture. Sure, that's your culture. But that you should have said it from day one. You should have been a like Kim. You'll be my first wife, but the second wife she would be equal i would love them equally we would all be one big happy family which i think that's what the tradition is i think that
0: is and that's maybe i just maybe i just told myself that that's what he was saying but i always figured he would openly love her i knew i knew kim was going to be number 1 but i didn't think that meant the only one that no. he loved
1: and it is it is being being polyamorous but that's the culture right you don't just call it that it's because In the US, it's not. I don't want to say it's not accepted. You guys do you, but it's not legit. Yeah, like you you can't can't, legally do it. Exactly. In Nigeria, it is. So that's that's just how they live their lives. This is the culture. So you should have just come clean from the beginning and not to say things that. He thought Kim wants to hear We're saying that that whole thing was real.
0: And that's where you could define it as a scam. It's like if you're only going to share enough information, even if you really do like her, but you're only going to share enough information to get her to commit to you, marry you, give you what you want. And then you're going to say, oh, but wait, there's more then in a way you're scamming her because you're not being completely honest.
1: True. Have you ever had a female friend that you thought you guys were just friends, but like she was in love with you or she wanted more, but you didn't see it? But you liked her as a friend?
0: Uh, I don't have a ton of female friends. I've had, I've had, I've like worked with people who, who I thought, oh, we're just coworkers. And then other people have told me like, oh, she really has got, she has a crush on you, blah, blah, blah. Not who you're thinking of.
1: Oh God, I'm not going to bring that up. But like you've experienced, I've experienced it too, that, I had, when I was younger, some guy friends that we were friends. And then someone, same thing, told me, oh, they wanted to be more. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't see that. It's the same thing.
0: Um, They're friends
1: and Kim wanted I more. Guess. He knew it.
0: I guess, but this this started out as, hey, Potential. Right, potential. That's also true. It's the same it was thing. like, we're friends it and there's a potential for more. as friends then, and then
1: one wants more than the other. That's a good point. But some people can keep, like... Some people can say, "Yeah, let's just keep being friends," or maybe let's try and hook up and see how things are. That's literally what's them.
0: That's a good point. So then we flash back to Usman meeting Farida, the potential second wife. Kim didn't know all the details. Kim didn't know that Usman asked for her number, and this upsets her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "This is dumb. You're okay. You're okay with him meeting a potential second wife. You're okay with him." Having a second wife, but you're not okay with him getting her phone number.
1: Because it's like, ooh, like, then they can talk. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know, I know. But this is where Usi's like, it's the culture. Kim's crying. And then Kim's like, we will never get back together. But I love him. I will always be a super fan. I will always support him. It's like. Come on! He's
0: he's saying it's the culture. Yes, he's also saying it's his mom. Like he starts blaming his mom. He's like, I, I can't go against my mom. I don't go against what my mom. If my mom says have sex with another lady. I say how hard. Like that's
1: <laughs> that's
0: that's our culture. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So Kim's done with Usman. Says there's no chance of a relationship with him right but
1: they, now. But they're best friends. Right now we're best friends. Ugh. All right. Let's that take a is- little break. Let's take a little break. But not us. Them.
0: Not, a, not us. All yeah. right. I don't have notes for a break. No, so. oh, this
1: is the break where when Jenny went hard on Big Fred and I loved know. it. A okay. little Jenny sass. But that's all that happened. So let's get back to set and let's di- let's get into Bilal Shida and Christopher and Utrecht. <laughs> yes. Because I'm like, are you on the show?
0: This is wild. So we immediately bring up the nine-month ultimatum and and Sean says where on the timeline are we right the nine months hasn't fully passed they've tried two or three times to have sex not enough because they love each other and Mm -hmm. and people who love each other have sex Um, yeah and Sean's like oh well what made you change Bilal you were so anti having a child last we heard from you now you're open to it You've, you've banged numerous times and Bilal's like well I realized I want to be with Shida for the rest of my life. I saw how emotional she was. I saw how much she wanted this. And so I said, hey, right, let me throw the D at her once or twice.
1: I buy that. I buy that he probably realized that shit like she, she really wants this. And I don't want to get a divorce again. Like I mm-hmm. see myself with her. And if this is what it takes, let's give it a shot. But it's <laughs> like, it's like a little kid. It's like you say No. And the kids wants it. And then you finally say yes. The kid is like, no, I don't want it anymore.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so I, I just laughed because I looked down at my notes and I saw what comes next. Oh, I've never seen clip. Which is, this is, no limit. Like this is maybe the, the favorite scene I've ever watched on 90 Day Fiance. They they go to an herbalist to mm. try to get help with, with their pregnancy. And... I don't I don't know about this sort of thing. I, I am not necessarily into the herbals or the herbalists. You
1: like tea. I
0: like tea. But I don't know about, like, a, a white dude herbalist from Kansas.
1: Why not? If
0: I would go to him. Because they walk in, like, y'all trying to get knocked up here? Y'all trying to get knocked up here? Tell me, tell me, blah, how, how long you stay hard? You, you stay hard long?
1: Well, I, anyone can be a, an herbalist, so I buy that.
0: <laughs> Just the way he was talking, his, his whole demeanor. I was like, I would turn around and run. This was Stargazers. This was Mike Natalie going to Stargazers, but Chris, he was trying to sell boner pills from a gas station.
1: Uh, those were supplements. I buy this shit. I don't, think, I don't think a tea would really help with anything, but it could.
0: Y'all ever heard of edging? <laughs> ed, y'all edge below? I'm edging right now.
1: So. Well, basically, they went there to buy a tea for Shida to get pregnant, <sighs> and it all turned into Bilal edging and prostate supplements. This is
0: unbelievable that we're talking about edging on 90 Day Fiance. Like, I thought this was stuff you talked about when when the lights went off and the pants came off. I've never
1: heard of the term. Oh,
0: me and Andre have heard of edging.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) I've never
0: edged. I'm not an edger. I used to edge when I had my lawn business. I would do the edges of the lawn, but that's as far as the edging went. Well,
1: you know why it's not that bad? Because it doesn't sound dirty. I know what it is, but it doesn't. When you say it and you don't, you're not familiar with it. It doesn't sound dirty. It doesn't sound bad.
0: Just the term sounds aggressive.
1: Really? Edging. Yeah. It doesn't.
0: That's because you're not familiar with it. Um, Andre is, and I'm sure he discovered it when he was unemployed and he had nothing else to do. (laughs) And yeah, I need more of that scene. I need the whole, I need the, the whole, everything you guys cut out of that scene, just send it our way, please.
1: I used to, there was this one store in the Czech Republic in my hometown, selling all kinds of teas. And also like, flavored nuts, like uh-huh. na- the actual nuts. I used to love going and like trying different teas, buying different teas and get all these like nuts dipped in yogurt. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I buy. Like, I mean, it's a great store. I would go.
0: I, I know. I support the store and the products in that store. Okay. Just the guy who is selling them.
1: He was trying to be helpful.
0: A little too helpful.
1: <laughs> well, he's there to assist and he did. He did his job.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah. So <laughs> then we learned Shida actually did a 180 on the kid conversation after they they banged it out once or twice.
1: Because And there is a part of me that gets it. She says, I finally felt like things are happening for me in the U.S. I started feeling that I have a place and I get it. Like once you... get a taste of success you may change your mind because i hate to say yes i think she truly wants a baby she's out there with her age definitely she got her ex checked out not a lot right Mm -hmm. but at the same time and this is gonna sound bad but she has nothing else to do right she she wanted something yeah she wanted something she wanted a kid but also kid would fill out her time right and now, when there is something else happening for her, maybe the business, she's slowly starting to get things in place. Now she's like, oh shit, like uh, may- maybe it can wait. Or it was the whole, oh, it's like a child. Now you want to do it? but I don't want to do it. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want what you can have. Yeah. So the shida says yes. It's it's the business. I'm focusing on that. But also, right now, Bilal's not hundred percent open with me about finances, about bank accounts. And so that sort of makes me question things.
1: Yeah, I still don't buy the bank account. Like, I'm pretty sure they had to have it as a proof.
0: I know for a fact they don't have to have it as proof. I'm with you as far as it helps, but you do not, it's not required.
1: No, it's not. But then the immigration officer is going to be looking at it like, all right, well, what is, how is she going to live? She has no money of her own and she cannot work for a certain period of time, how is she going to get around if she has no bank card or no access to money? Is she going to work illegally? I'm telling you, like, this is how it is. They would start thinking, like, is she going to do some illegal work? Well, because- not if
0: they look at if if Balal was so kind. As to show the immigration officer his bank account and he had a lot of money in there they could go okay i see you have quite- and he has
1: to you have know, to show that. how much money right. you make I was being facetious. in order to sponsor me i was
0: i was joking because he doesn't show shida his bank account so i was saying okay well if he were to show the immigration yeah. and and he made enough money and had enough savings they would go okay of course she can yeah. live off Whatever you make, right? Not a lot of there's a lot of couples where only one partner works.
1: Oh, most of all these ninety days, like for you and me, it was different because I was here on a on a work visa. So I had a job, I had my own bank account, right? But yet our lawyer told us we should True. have a joint bank account and we were I was making my own money. So it wasn't even and the immigration knew it. They saw my paperwork. It wasn't even a question of like, Oh, Teresa, you would would you like work illegally here? No, like I had my own money that I could legally work for, but they still the lawyer strongly suggested we open a joint bank account.
0: Yeah, the the thing that frustrated me is boss. Like, well, he doesn't he doesn't trust her with money. He's like, every time I give her money, it goes in one hand and out the other very quickly. And it's like because you're probably giving her enough for whatever she's going to go do she's probably like oh i'm going to the store we need x y and z and he goes all right here's 50 bucks and then she spends the 50 bucks i doubt he's giving her a thousand a week and all of a sudden she's just spending it yeah so that's why yes when you give her money she spends it because i feel like you're giving her money for a specific thing
1: well i i hope i hope she has at least access to his credit card or something i hope he's not giving her cash for everything
0: the the other crazy thing is not knowing how much he makes.
1: That's ridiculous. Like, I think
0: that's just, it's all trust. Like, yeah. He has zero trust in her. And it goes back to the pranks taking her to a dilapidated house and being like, will she still love me if this is my, you don't trust her.
1: And okay, maybe before they were married, he wouldn't tell her so because he thought she's marrying him for the for money, right? You're married right now. Yeah.
0: Right. Like, she passed the if, test, didn't she?
1: Even if she married you for money, you're married. So just tell her how much you make so she knows if she did well or not.
0: <laughs> so then my second favorite part. For for a couple I hated watching all season long, their tell all appearance was my favorite, I think. Oh. Between the herbal shop and now we bring in Bilal's friend of twenty years, Chris.
1: And the uterus
0: And uterus. The the way they go back and forth, it was like watching the news. How you have like Different, oh,
1: yeah. different <laughs> correspondents
0: and different boxes just yelling at each other. Oh, yeah. That's what this turned into.
1: <laughs> well, it basically turned into a fight, a battle between Chris and Utris, which Chris was having Bill's back. Utris, well, at least that's what we thought. Utris was having Shida's back. Then Chris comes back and says, well, I'm having all men's back. <laughs> and Utris I- is outraged. But it was going back and forth between those two. I'm like, they should bang.
0: I know, yeah, there was sexual touch. Right? They thought, should bang. Did you see Chris was like even holding a pen taking notes?
1: Oh, I didn't see that. But <laughs> I saw pen. like, I, was like, I don't know <laughs> if on purpose or not, but he was supporting Ukraine
0: with his yellow with his, his yellow pillows and his blue I look line.
1: good. Like he, he way like, better than Jovi. He really like mashed it well. He was like, okay, I'm going to be national TV. Let me color code everything and maybe I can show my support for a good cause. There
0: was something. I, did it all. I don't know what it says about me, but I liked Chris. Like just the his demeanor. I liked him. The fact that he had a pen and he was taking notes when he was like, <laughs> what man doesn't want to lead his family? I was like, well, I mean, uh, anyone
1: 2023, could, dude.
0: Anyone could take the lead. It doesn't yes. really have to be a man, but or you should have co-leads.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Co-captains. Equality.
0: Um, but, but yeah, then we get the flashback of Utris's big plan. Stop taking birth control oh. pills without telling Bilal.
1: And I'm glad that people gave her shit. Like, Not enough.
0: Sure, Not enough shit. Sure. Like it, for me, it was even cringier to watch the second time. Yeah. And I don't know. It's because like maybe the first time it was just so shocking. And But well, she time we- said
1: it multiple times. Once she said it just to the cameras and then she said it to Shida.
0: Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, it was, it was bad. bad. Yeah,
1: she didn't get give enough shit. She didn't get enough shit, but she got some shit. And Chris is like, you give bad advice, lady. I'm like, all <laughs> she, right. He does. does. He gives
0: terrible advice. And then we get classic Bilal. He's got something up his sleeve.
1: But it wasn't a joke.
0: It was not a joke. He goes, when we think of New York, I don't want to think about the Brooklyn Bridge conversation. I want to think, I want to think about something different. And he gets up. And he takes Shida center stage, gets down on one knee. And he goes, you want to go halves on a baby with me? So romantic.
1: That was kind of nice. <laughs> it was a little.
0: It was kind of nice. And Shida
1: is like losing it. She's like crying. And she's like, that changes the timeline. I'm uh-huh. on board again. He
0: had a baby shirt. He brought. Yeah. Oh, you think I'm cute? I thought
1: it was cute.
0: It was sweet.
1: I think Shida, I think Shida, how does, how does to say it nicely? I think all Shaira needs is some reassurance, and this was a reassurance that mm. he he wants that, like he wants to have a baby with her, that he wants to do that. But like, they
0: already started trying.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't a like, if you tr- if you bang two or three times, like it's, it's like no, what I you know, try but, for a week.
0: But he basically said already, "Yes, I am willing to have a baby with yeah, you." Yeah,
1: but I think Shaira wants the big gesture, the grand like, gesture. Yeah. Like she wants that, like the fairy tale.
0: So let's see. Are we going to get them on another season with her being pregnant?
1: Well, uh, some people message us that they, they are speculation out that oh. she's pregnant. And I saw some pictures that you could think that, all right, like she's hiding something. Yeah. But we'll Interesting.
0: see. All right. So that is Bilal and Shida. Yes. Last couple of this episode?
1: Yes, we'll get a little little bit of Michael and Angela, but oh
0: yeah, okay, Jenny and Summit.
1: Jenny and Summit. All right, so they both say we describe ourselves as codependent because we depend on each other's happiness. Yeah, Uh, I think they
0: were trying to be sweet. Yeah. The, you should have stopped that. The house doesn't feel like a home without Jenny here. Yeah, that was That nice. was sweet. That yeah. was, like, being like, oh, yeah, we're caught up on each other.
1: Meh. Well, let's watch a clip of Summit planning on oh, adopting a kid. <laughs> we we'll got a kid uh, look, somewhere. Jenny, Jenny doesn't know yet. And we can
0: adopt somebody.
1: Jenny didn't know about this. No. She's like, she's like I told him in 2011 that I don't want to have kids. He's like, who's going to raise the kids, me? Oh, hell know.
0: Well, and that's the thing is she doesn't get mad necessarily at the – oh, let's have a kid, because she doesn't buy it. It's more, you're just telling people what they want to hear. Yeah. You're just telling your parents what they want to hear.
1: And he admits it. He's like, Sa- Sean goes like, Samit, do you really want to have a kid? He's like, no, I don't.
0: But then, but then Sean's like, are you just doing what you did to your parents to uh, Jenny yeah. now by just telling her what she wants to hear? Like, you can't believe anything Samit says now.
1: And then Angela I like died laughing. And I was like, he'll have plenty of time when you're dead and gone. That's what I tell Michael. And Jenny was like, what? It was brutal. That was bad. But.
0: Not wrong. But. Kind of wrong. He'll be like 50 years old, probably. Well, also. All things go well. Also,
1: Jenny's 65, right? But if she is here until she's 100, right? Then it's going to bring Summit to his mid-60s.
0: Oh yeah. No, I think. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't take advice from Angela.
1: Yes, let's all not.
0: So then we bring out the fam. Anil Amit. Amit Sadna, of course, is not there. Sadly. Sadly, she's not there. And we learn things that are better between the kids, between yeah. Amit and Shree and Jenny and Samit. Not better with the parents.
1: Well, Anil says that the relationship between Sadna and Summit is back to normal.
0: Right. It got she, real bad at yeah, time. Yeah, she
1: disowned him, but no more.
0: Slowly but surely, they're getting back together.
1: Yes. However, Sadna still hasn't accepted the relationship. And that's, so that's why, why she's not there.
0: That's why she's not at the doll. Yeah, I forgot she was at the last one. Yeah. But that was because Summit <laughs> had not he them. was
1: going to and then he didn't
0: that was like the biggest upset of the tell all yeah after, he was all going thought, to oh, and then he got this. cold feet yeah
1: and so then Shri said it was a shock for everyone they found out that they got married without telling anyone and then she basically plays it out saying like what do you think we would do if we would stop the wedding we're right. not that crazy he's like we just wanted to know and they didn't say anything until after and i'm like Sadna was saying she's gonna kill herself. <laughs> I don't think. Well, what are you right. talking about?
0: Shri was saying we wouldn't have. Yeah. We're rational people. Yeah. Sadna, I don't think, is part of that we. Oh, Sadna not rational. Sadna is not she's rational. Like, I'm
1: gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what?
0: But I mean, Samit doesn't believe it. So Shree can say whatever she wants. Samit doesn't believe that Sadna would have kept her mouth shut. She she would have tried yeah. to sabotage for and sure. And
1: then Anil chimes in. Oh, and this is sweet. because. Sean is like, Anil, do you accept the marriage now? Like, Do you give them your blessing? Mm -hmm. Dramatic music, commercial break, all kinds of things. Uh And he does. He says, they're already married. What can I do? We're happy for the happiness of our son. So I, yes, they have my blessing.
0: I think he was happy. He looked genuinely okay with it.
1: I think he's just fucking tired of fighting this. I think he's like... Yes, all right. I'm not going to have a grandchildren from him. Sure, at least not now. I have one from Anil. Coolio, maybe I'll have more kids to make up for uh, Summit. Right. It's lack of children. But I'm tired of fighting. Like, Jenny's... Like, Jenny's not Angela. Jenny's not... No, she's respectable.
0: She tries to adapt to the culture. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah,
1: she she's in America, she's in New York, and she's dressed in an Indian outfit. Like she embraces it. Like, well, just get over the age gap. Is it unusual? Yes. Right. Is it bad? No.
0: Right. Do they love each other? Yes. Yeah. And so I think that's the most important part. Do you think Anil would tell Sana that he accepts it? Oh, hell no.
1: Well, hopefully Sadna's not watching this.
0: No. Um, so then Sean asks about the visa, if if Jenny's filed for Sumit's visa.
1: And she has not. And I like this because she's like, well, whether we go to the U.S. or not, we'll talk about it and decide together.
0: Right. And and Sumit says, well, I would go to visit. Yeah. I'd go to checkout, which I think is good. You should go visit.
1: Yeah. And I think... The reason why Jenny wanted to leave India is because she didn't feel accepted. That was the whole right. point. Right. She's like, if I don't have an acceptance here, I don't have any family here. Let's go back to the US. But I think now, with Anil and Shri and Amit accepting her, sure. and it's getting better, I don't think she has that need to leave. That's I think a good point. I think she's fine, and that's why they probably just will, you know what, things are getting better. Why would we run from something established to start over?
0: Mm-hmm. I wish we followed up on Submit's restaurant. Look what happened.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, oh. We,
0: you think this is it? Maybe this isn't it for them. We still have a whole other part because we didn't talk about Karma Sutra,
1: Kama Ooh, Sutra,
0: um, any of the um, restaurant we still business. We have one
1: full episode, so.
0: So we could talk about them. Yeah, because we say goodbye to everyone. And then Sean circles back to last night and he's like, hey, Jovi, you found Michael's Instagram. He said he was off, but you found it.
1: Yes. Angela says it wasn't Michael because of the wording. And that's not how Michael speaks.
0: Right. And then out of nowhere, Mother Nature tries to rain on this parade, literally it starts downpouring mm-hmm. in Nigeria and Sean's like, Are you? I hear rain in both Usman and Michael's rooms. Are you guys in the same hotel? And Sean's like, Angela, would you be pissed if, if Usman and Michael got together tonight? Oh, she'd be pissed.
1: Oh, she would be pissed. Oh,
0: she, the marriage is too fragile, and I don't trust anyone around Michael,
1: which is ridiculous. It's like, oh, Yes, like you can. You cannot put Michael in a bubble. Like you can And she's trying. She's been trying for years. But it's not how life works.
0: No. He's an adult. Let him, let him be an adult. And you want to trust your significant other. You want to give them leeway and see what they do with it. And be like, okay, cool. You are well behaved. You don't cheat on me. This is great. We love each other. I can trust you.
1: Well, I don't think Angela can trust Michael. She says she never will. I know. But... We have a break and Angela is like, Michael, Michael, phone. I'm going to call you. Get the mic off. <laughs>
0: Which is so dumb because then a camera goes and follows yeah. her.
1: And basically it's the FaceTime. Angela just yelling at Michael and then Michael is saying that they're at the same studio but a different right. hotel. <laughs> Isn't, aren't you filming in a hotel? I don't know. I would assume you are. But maybe
0: wherever they go back to is different.
1: I, I, I don't know. But uh, Angela thinks it's a lie. He yells at him for a couple of, couple of extra minutes and yeah. hangs up. And then we see Michael. Well, she goes,
0: when she hangs up, she goes, we either need a divorce or he needs to get some help.
1: Yes. And then we see Michael just like cruising around, walking down this corridor and he's outside and he goes to a different room and he's like, I know my wife will be mad, but I need to straighten (laughs) things out. And we just hear, Usman, Usman, are you there? And Usman, Michael? And that's when it stops.
0: So good. (laughs) And that's it. That's it. That's tell-all part three. What a tell-all. So good. And if you thought that was it. Wait. One more. There's four.
1: One more, guys. One more. And isn't it beautiful? One more. We'll also finish A Loving Paradise. And then Johan and Danielle will go on the other way. So, guys... Get on the Patreon if you want to if you wanna recap of their relationship because that's what we're covering right now.
0: That's right. Patreon,
1: Patreon.com uh, Married to Reality. Slash.
0: Don't forget that slash.
1: Slash Guns Married and Roses would be
0: nothing without slash. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, got a bunch of stuff up there. I can't even recap how much stuff is up there, but things like Love in Paradise obviously and Seeking a Sister Wife is up there we did Love is Blind After the Altar we did the single that's all up there you can go listen to it you can watch it at the family affair level and yes Darcy and Stacey will be starting and then the other way, will be right here on the free feed.
1: And guys, 2023 so far has been very miserable for me. True. But it's looking very bright for the reality TV with the shows that are coming down the pipe. Absolutely. So get on the Patreon. I'm getting there too. Not on the Patreon. Well, I'm on the Patreon. But I'm getting there <laughs> with my mouth. Yes. So I'm ready to discuss all of it.
0: Yes. Patreon.com slash Reality. Also follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Also follow the podcast, the one you're listening to right here, right now. So easy to do you'll get the 90 day the other way you'll get married at first sight it's all here on the free feed all you have to do is look down smash that follow button
1: guys smash it like it's as hurt as the beautiful review we got from our friend
0: we sure did we got a beautiful review from our friend our friend cindy
1: cindy Uh, cindy
0: i word crazy
1: thank you cindy that was a Shotgun sweet, loved it.
0: Love it. So be like Cindy. If you leave a five-star review, we will read it on this podcast right here. So that is it. Thank you guys for listening. Woo, crazy.
1: That is it for today.
0: That's it for today. We, we got more. That's
1: not it. That's not it for the show.
0: We got. We got one more part.
1: One more pod, guys. All right. Stay tuned. S-
0: stay tuned. I'll come next week. With that, I've said it all. Have you said it? said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye.